Hello, listeners. Mr. Bilkey couldn't be with us today because he's going to Tennessee to celebrate the day of his birth, but don't you worry. We've got something real spicy for you on this episode of the podcast. Let's get that intro music going and get this show on the road. Welcome back to a little bit of Nerd, your recreation destination for all things nerdy. As usual, I'm your host, Jalen Holston. With me today is a man that has been called the songbird of his generation. The artist formerly known as Young Baby Boofpack and currently known as I Love KTP, Mr. Kenny Johnson. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing quite fine on this uh KTP Day Eve. <laughs> oh, yes, it is KTP Day Eve. Fun fact for you listeners, the found, one of the founding members of the podcast, actually, with Mr. Bilkey, shares the same birthday in the same month, so it's a whole turn-up, uh, the whole month of December. I, it's a blur to me. Indeed. But on today's show, we got that new Black Widow trailer. We're going to talk about the new Mulan trailer and much, much more, plus a live Mandalorian review because we just watched episode five. Literally. So let's get this show on the road. But first on the docket, Battle Angel Lita. Kenny, did you ever watch that movie? No, but I have not heard very many good things about the movie. (laughs) I enjoyed it quite a bit, I'm not going to lie to you. I really did. Uh, But apparently the producers are telling fans to petition for a sequel. Or do they what? not have funding? So, uh, so what's the next step? Is so, it fund me? Okay, okay, here's the thing, though. This movie lost money, all right? Like, at the end of the day, this movie lost money. It was on, like, a $200 million budget. It got, like, maybe $100 million at most worldwide after it did its theatrical run. So now yeah. the producers are telling the fans that liked it to petition for a sequel. Kenny, have you ever heard... Of such ludicrousy in Hollywood. <laughs> Not in Hollywood. This is like begging for clout at this point. <laughs> like, put the clout in the bag. Like, help me. I, I just, what would compel the... It's got to be something with finances, because the next step would probably be a GoFundMe if they're doing all I mean, this. yeah. There's no way. Goodness. Would you even want a sequel to this movie, Kenny? Um, I would have to see the... The, the movie itself to make that oh, make wow. that judgment. Wow. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Keeping the consistency with the lack of content with Mr. Bilkey. We keep it real for you <laughs> on this podcast, everyone. <laughs> um, I'm cool. To, I I don't know if there's room for a sequel. To be honest, it was. I mean, there's plenty of the manga to go off of, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I, I thought the know. manga was great, but the movie adaptation wasn't. I love the manga. I read like I got most of the way through that first volume before I went and go to go see it in the theater, and they yeah. were. They were spot on, pretty much the whole movie. I just, I don't know what this is all about, Kenny. This just doesn't make sense to me. Maybe it's that uncanny valley trend that's going on, you know? Like, when Aladdin came out and the genie was, like, so realistic looking, it was weird when people first saw it. That's how it was when people saw Alita. Yeah, or like uh, like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's another good example of that, you know? Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's what we got going on with Battle Angel Alita. It's yeah. a very very weird. I don't understand. But let's move on to something that's not so weird, shall we? <laughs> uh, Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson led action film. Finally, Kenny, yes. we have been graced with a trailer. We've wanted this for years. Yes. So we're gonna go through what we liked, what we didn't like, 
and then our overall thoughts and impressions on the trailer. Kenny, you are the guest of honor. You may go ahead with your likes if you want to. Uh, I liked how it started. It started hot with like you know a, a straight shot of her in the mirror. Oh yeah. And it she was she looked very like vulnerable, you know. Yeah. And it, it just it kind of like set the tone. Like, <laughs> this is like this is raw Black Widow. Yeah. And I was like, this is gonna be dope. <laughs> so yeah, I like that. I liked um, Hopper is I'm assuming the villain. Hopper from Stranger Things is he could the villain. Be. Yeah, he could be. It's supposed to be playing her father and like the sister she runs in. She uh-huh, has like a whole okay. Russian family, I believe. But we do get confirmation that he did land in Russia from Stranger Things what? season is this two. A tie-in? <laughs> that was a tie-in. Stranger Things is Marvel <laughs> canon now. Apparently, I don't know. But that'd be funny if it was. I know, right? And they're just like, oh yeah, by the way, you know he's wearing, <laughs> he's wearing the costume? Yeah, that totally happened. Stranger Things, season oh, three. Oh my goodness. Oh man. Well, did you like anything else in the trailer, Mr. Kenny the Plug? Um, I liked that scene where she was jumping out of the plane. Oh, that was it pretty dope. It reminded me of some uh, Mighty, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers when they all oh, jumped off the plane God, at the beginning. Bro. He really went there. I, I went there. <laughs> but then it also gave me like Mission Impossible vibes too. Or, I can't remember exactly what movie it was, but they came out of, maybe it was James Bond, a 007 movie, where they fell out of the plane with a car. Yeah, yeah. It's like Ghost Protocol or something like something that. I don't like know. That. One of those yeah. action movies. Uh, overall, I thought the trailer was absolutely fantastic. Uh, plenty of good action sequences they showed in there. I think Scarlet's doing most of that in there as mm-hmm. well, which is cool to see. Um, the number of suits that we're going to get to see her put on looks pretty awesome, not going to lie. Pretty excited to see that. Um, and, of course, you know, I love seeing Hopper and stuff in there. I do have one very, very hot take, however. Um, the villain apparently is supposed to be Taskmaster. I've heard. But I have a hot take that it's actually just Hawkeye. I was thinking the same thing. Like, because they talk about Budapest, like, so many times throughout the and series, think... you know, and, you know, apparently his show's gonna talk about that time, and, and, and I don't know, I just, I got, it's my hot take, I think the guy in the mask is actually Hawkeye. I, I'm not doubting that, that's like, because that was, um, that could be like their turning point. Right. Budapest. Yeah. And where he decides he's not the Taskmaster. I feel like he's a double agent right now. That is a very good point. Yeah. Very, very good point. But anyways, overall, if you haven't seen the trailer, for the love of God, find a way to watch on YouTube or pirate it. I don't know. Do whatever you must do. Find a way. Yeah. Find a way because it looks awesome. Amazing. <laughs> All right, moving right on down the list here. We got the new Mulan trailer dropped this week. We had a teaser like a way, way while back that was pretty mm-hmm. cool, but now we got the full first trailer for Mulan, the live action adaptation. Don't know the star's name. Looks great anyway. Yeah, it's, it looks great. I nice. think um, I think it has a lot of potential. It's different. It's going to have to, I feel like the second trailer was good at changing the tone away from Disney's typical yes fairy tale type of story. Yes. And this is more action, real life. Like this is war we're talking about. This isn't <laughs> a kids show. Like, no. I mean it, it's they, you know, water it down, but still, you know, they make it cool enough how they how basically what they do with Star Wars. There's violence, but it's not violence if yeah. that makes sense. Totally. So I think this is gonna be a cool little twist on Mulan. I wouldn't necessarily say twist because this is 
originally how the story was. Right. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. No, this def- this trailer definitely put it on that, like, crouching tiger, hidden dragon level. Yeah, yeah, like, the yeah. first one, we got a little taste of it, but this one is just, like, it's it has that epic of a feel mm-hmm. to it. And, like, uh, you know, in, in Bill Key's honor, it's about as anime as we're going to get Probably. from from a movie that's live action. Uh, the visual effects look absolutely stunning. Mm. I mean, this music. It's Disney. They have the money for it. Oh, it looks beautiful, man. And the, the high wire stunts look incredible. And uh, the lead is very convincing as, mm-hmm. as as Mulan. I mean, I know she's probably not going to have a whole lot of dialogue. And, like, right. the stuff she will have, she'll have to work through. Because they did hire, like, an actual, you know, Chinese actress to do this. So I'm excited to see it. I can't wait. Um, I'm hoping, though, that they really... They kind of go off script from the cartoon. Like, yeah. I don't want this to be a full-blown musical adaptation. Because like, yeah. I feel like they're going to miss the beat here of making, like, a, a great Disney, like, kung fu movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Did you see um, the Aladdin adaptation? The live action? Yes, I did. I watched that it one. It was... That's what I'm hoping it, that it's not. Right. I, did, I mean, it wasn't bad, but I didn't enjoy it as much as I think I could have had I had a different mindset going into it. I feel you. I like totally forgot, like, this is a Disney movie. There's going to be lots of singing. This is a <laughs> musical, basically. And, you know, that kind of just, like, when the singing happened, it kind of took away from the story for a second. Even though the, most of the songs pertain to the story, it was just like, I was more like, okay, come on. Get yeah, on let's it. get it, you know? Yeah. But this one, I'm telling you, dude, this is going to be another billion-dollar, you know, yeah. Disney live. I have that gut feeling. You have merch on this for days, but they're... You know, HR team needs to make sure nobody drops the ball. I'm saying some racist stuff yeah. around this movie because I just know it's coming. Try to be some weeboos out here looking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My only main beef that I have is that so far there are no signs of Mushu. That's easily my favorite character yeah. from the, from the, oh, the Eddie Murphy dragon, but is what it is. <sighs> oh, well. Well, Kenny. It's that time to review the Mandalorian. Ooh, waiting on this. We just watched episode five. Forget the title, to be completely honest with you, but we're gonna give you the likes or don't likes, and if you should definitely be watching this show. Yeah. Because we're five episodes in. There's only like thirteen episodes, so it's basically halfway. Yeah. You know. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, Kenny, what did you like about this episode of the Mandalorian? I liked where the story kind of went. It kind of shows how. Well, I guess I'm just going to call him Baby Yoda regardless. But <laughs> Everyone not, calls him Baby Yoda. Yeah, it's like Baby Yoda is softening Mando. Like, he is helping people out more. He's taking more risks. You know, I feel like before, even though we only knew his character, like maybe minutes, you know, 30 minutes before he met Baby Yoda, he was more just like, I'm here strictly working, I'm doing this and I'm not you know, doing the extra, I'm here to get paid and go home. But now he's, like, helping people out all the time. He's, uh, you know, going out of his way, risking his life and Baby Yoda's, like, leaving Baby Yoda on that ship with the with the mechanic. That was kind of crazy. Yeah. But it kind of, like, you know, made sense to the story. So I thought the story overall was good. These episodes have a good flow. It's not too much all at once. They have a good way of spreading things out. You know, there's a lot I liked about this. I could go on, so. For sure, but I agree. I think we've seen a gradual progression of him being humanized by Baby Yoda. Yeah. Uh, and this episode, we definitely see it. But I think this, the weird thing about this is, like, all day on Twitter, I'm seeing, like, all these negative reviews for it. And I, I'm like, I don't, I didn't get that impression. That, Me like, neither. it didn't, 
it didn't have any beats that weren't um, off to the regular story plot lines that we've already seen. Like, he, this mm-hmm. guy doesn't know how to be a dad, so of course he's going to leave Baby Yoda on the ship. Yeah. He thinks the toddler's just going to stay wherever you tell him to. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it, I thought the movie, the you know, not the movie, but the show was really good. And we yeah. got to see Tatooine again, which is always it's always it's a good time. Dope, yeah. Gets all the memories going. And it's post-Empire, so we see a post-Empire Tatooine, which is even cooler. Get a little speeder gun bike action, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then we get some cool kung fu choreography with that, like, the bounty hunter they were chasing down in the desert. So. Yeah, and it was, um, I thought the twist, I thought the twist in the episode was really good. Uh, oh my god, that I didn't ending. expect, yeah, I didn't expect dude to just turn on Mando so easily after, you know, finding out how legendary he could be if he <laughs> finds out he could take him down. I, you know, you would think he would maybe suspect it would be a hard task, but... And to be I mean, completely honest, we had zero respect for this man. Yeah, we didn't. Tw- like, the first 15 minutes of the episode. Until he, sh- he spoiler alert, shot uh, whatever her name was. And that was... I wasn't expecting that. What was it? Just seconds before he shot her, Literally I was like, minutes. what an yeah. idiot. Yeah. And then boom. But I guess he's even more of an idiot because he got himself killed by the Mandalorian. So, <laughs> But actually... Karma. The John Wick of space, as he's called. Right. <laughs> right. But, yeah, no, I, I felt that way as well about that character. And I'm, I, God, who the hell is going to be in that desert? It's not, it can't be Dooku, because he's dead. can't be, it can't be Kylo. I don't think it can be Kylo, because this is only five years after Jedi, and it's supposed to be, uh, like, like, seven or ten years before Force Awakens, so those babies really aren't around yet, and it's not Luke. It's definitely not Darth Maul, man. Do you think, do you think that, so you remember on the, I guess the second episode when he meets Cruel or whatever it was? Yes. The alien guy? Yeah. Do you think, did they ever name that planet? Because I don't think they ever mentioned what the name of the planet was that they went to. No. So do you think that might have been Jakku? Oh my God. And now we're on Tatooine on this episode. So do you think maybe he'll go back to Jakku and maybe that could retcon maybe Ray's parents? I mean, that would be one of the ballsiest things (laughs) that this damn Star Wars regime has ever done to this point, Kenny. They're tying things in very well, though. Like, this is the new canon. It's it's possible. It's very possible, but I don't know. I think my guts are... My gut instinct is going to tell me no. Yeah. (laughs) Probably not, but, you know... A wishful thinking. I just uh, I'm in I'm in that rabbit hole of Star Wars theories right now. So my <laughs> mind is always on making some theory, whether it has good evidence with it or not. Exactly, and that's why we love theories. It, they're they're just so much fun. But yeah. overall, I thought the episode was great. Um, if you haven't checked out the Mandalorian by now, what are you doing? What 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 the hell are you doing? You're missing out. You're you're. You're a you're a kook in the words of Casey Wood. <laughs> oh my god, I miss kook. that man. I miss Casey Wood so much. All right, moving right along down to DC TV stuff, otherwise known as Jalen recaps the Flash because Bilky doesn't watch any of the episodes, and Arrow got moved to Thursdays, but actually got moved back to its original air date <laughs> on Tuesdays, and now there's Batwoman. Holy cow, Kenny! Wow. <laughs> yes. Well, the stage is set. I think last week I did our little crisis preview. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've seen any of that or heard about any of that whatsoever, but uh, it's it's going down, Kenny, huh, on, yeah. on the CW. It I, is going down. I don't really keep much with the CW, you know, DC Universe continuity, but I've, I've been seeing a lot, and uh, I, 
I think this is going to be something big. Dude, the stage is set, okay? Yeah. Arrow just did their episode for it. Like, at the very end, the, they had to talk to Marno Vu, and they figure out that uh, John's wife is working for the freaking the, the Marno Vu guy to set up Crisis, and then at the end of Flash, they start seeing the Crisis event happen, and she comes into that episode and lets right. them know, like, hey, it's time to go. Like, it's coming early kind of stuff, and all these characters are caught off guard. It is going down oh kenny oh my gosh oh my god dude so like i know you don't watch any of the shows yeah. but if there's any dc character that you would want to see on one of these crossover episodes which one would it be for you probably the flash the flash yeah All right, fair enough fair enough that's a good pick i definitely want to see wally come back we haven't seen wally in however long and yeah. i hope to god that in crisis he's going to be in there somewhere <laughs> but uh i think on the, my on my list of confirmed characters i didn't see his name so Rest in pepperonis. But we do uh, get the Tom Welling coming back Oh, um, for Crisis. Apparently it's supposed to be one scene. I swear to God, Kenny, I've said <laughs> it on this podcast for like three weeks. If he is not in a Superman suit, I am flying to the headquarters of WB oh my goodness. with a torch and pitchfork. And I will <laughs> bash through the gates with the fury of Jon Snow. Oh, and eliminate all targets in sight. Hey, man, do what you gotta do. <laughs> this is not a game, Kenny. This is not a fucking game. <laughs> but moving right along down to video game news, we're gonna get into our League Minute, where we give you some low-elo insight into all things League of Legends. Kenny, it is all-star time in the world of League of Legends. They got their all-star event going down in Las Vegas. I don't know if you caught any of the, like, the 1v1s or anything, but... Uh, had all those going on today, and there's actually, it's on right now. Uh, I'll not be able to catch them at the end of it, but uh, had the EU versus NA, nice. you know, celebrity showcase game. Uh, which uh, streamers do you watch that you were looking forward to watching at uh, the All-Star event? Um, I don't really watch as many streamers. The most streamer, or I guess league streamers I've been watching lately is, uh, uh, what's his name? I just left, went blank. Double lift. Double lift. Double lift. He's, double lift. He, yeah, he's just one of my favorites. So he's pretty much the only one that I've really been keeping up with. So I feel you. Yeah. It was fun for me to watch like Mo and Tyler One. You know, couple yeah. of those the the OG OG. Streamers, you yeah, know what I mean? Just so high. Um, <laughs> and I wish Boy Boy was there, but he's he's doing a different riot event in like China or something. So oh, dang. yeah, he, he's pretty pretty big time right now. That Boy Boy. Yeah. Uh, EU did defeat NA in the Celebrity I've Showdown match. Uh, it was quite unfortunate. Uh, Mo was carrying us pretty hard until he entered a team fight yeah. uh, late in the game. Of course, you know, you know Mo. Oh, wow. Yeah, classic Mo. But uh, yeah, it was pretty good. And then next week we get the uh, Affilios. We get the new champion. Oh getting yeah, what's that on the eleventh, right? Yeah. So I don't know if you've uh, ever seen that guy or seen any updates on the champion. What are your thoughts on this new one coming out, man? Ah, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting that they're adding another character so soon after adding Senna. Senna, right? Because we only, like, it's only been a couple weeks, maybe. Maybe, maybe three weeks at yeah. most that we've had Senna. And here we are with a whole new new champion. Yeah. So yeah, I haven't really had much time to check him out. I've been, I'm still stuck on Senna. I've only been <laughs> in the practice tool like three times with Senna. Right. And I still don't really fully understand her and how to play against her. That's mainly all I've been doing is trying to learn how to play against her. I don't plan on using her much. Yeah, I feel so. you. Because you're a Thresh guy, so yeah. they, they, you definitely can't play Senna. Exactly. You know how the, <laughs> that lore is yeah. real deep. <laughs> I wonder if there's any like Easter eggs for playing them together. Like if they there just, is like, an talk, actual like if you are in a game um, as Senna and the other team has Thresh, yeah. there's a special mission that pops up in the game at one point. 
um, where if you kill Thresh, then yeah. you gain all the souls that he has collected in the game. And you know how Senna pass, Senna's passive works already, where she collects the mist. Oh. So then you get all of those stats that Thresh collected with your stats. Yes, Kenny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is, br- like, in ranked, that, that's how it is in ranked too? Or is that yeah, just normal? Yeah, that's, that's a whole thing. Oh, any, wow. Any game, yeah, any game mode where they're in, in there together. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's nuts, man. Yeah, but there's nice. no synergies for when they're on the same team. But I guess yeah, if it's I mean, lore rivalry, sense. it makes sense. But yeah, yeah it's all right. Well, Kenny, we reached that point in the show. Oh, yeah? Hi! Where is Mr. Bilking? He is out in, what's it, what's it Nashville? Nashville? Nashville, Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh, my God. <laughs> I went there last week and had a hell of a good time. Had some Nashville hot chicken. Got all my heartburn going. Had to get 10 bottles of Tums. Oh, oh. Never been, to be honest. I've been in Tennessee, but not Nashville. Oh, you should go sometime. It's wonderful. I've heard, I've heard. It's time for If You Want to Read. We'll give you some Netflix and comic book reading recommendations from all things nerdy and alike. Kenny, I'm not going to lie to you. You should really read the new 52 Flash arc that involves blood work. Yeah. Wonderfully done. Okay. And it goes along with what they're doing on the TV show right now. I uh, picked up like the first two issues. I made it through the first one. I'm halfway through the second one. Love the art. Mm-hmm. Good art, good story, and it's classic Barry Allen. Nice. So I'm definitely going to recommend that one for you right now. And then, of course, the Star Wars Kylo Ren series. Yep. Dude, prequel to what to the man that we get on screen right yeah, now. You got to read wait. that I stuff. I can't wait to read that. Um, personally, myself, I've been stuck on the uh, Darth Vader comics. Oh, baby. The Marvel Darth Vader comics. They just... Uh, released the last issue i think a couple weeks ago oh yes uh it's pretty good so far i'm on like issue four it's kind of like uh most of his missions between episode three and four nice and and on and uh how he built his castle on mustafar yes lots of details and lore on other powers and abilities that we don't get to see in the movies it's really cool to see it in the comic books and the art is great i really like the darth vader series because i felt like we have this kind of We've only seen Darth Vader as this total badass. Yeah. And, and like even in episode four, five, six, we kind of see him humanized a little bit at the end of Jedi. Yeah. And then we see the kind of the fresh rage Vader at, in, the, in the end of Rogue One, but we don't get to really see like that Anakin part of Darth yeah. Vader that's still there for sure and that struggle. So I thought the comics did a really good job of developing yeah. that storyline and that relationship uh, when I got to read those way back when. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely love that one as well. Um, and then uh, I, I watched, do you, do you remember Seth Meyers from Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Allegedly, he's a, um, a stand-up comedian, and he just put a special on Netflix. Oh. It's called Lobby Baby, and I absolutely loved it. Huh. It's wonderful. Yeah, I'm going to have to check. It's on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. Definitely got to check that out. Oh, man. Uh, any other reading recommendations that you've been into lately? Hmm. Pretty much as any of the Star Wars comics, uh, I just finished reading uh, Mace Windu's comics in uh, the Star, the Marvel Star Wars series. Uh, it's pretty good. It's a short four or five issues, but it's about a, a pretty important mission in the Clone Wars and uh, how he defeated a pretty uh, important character, and it was pivotal, pivotal, uh, pivotal going into episode two. Ah, yes. Uh, because uh, the opponent that he faced was a uh, gun for hire that General Grievous hired to kill Mace Windu oh, because he damn. did not want to face Mace Windu himself. Damn. 
Yes. That sounds pretty epic. I'm not going to lie to you, Kenny. Damn. Well, those are all of our reading recommendations that we got for you. And Kenny, my God, we've done the thing yet again. You know what? We did it for zero dollars. I didn't spend one dime. (laughs) Maybe a little bit of gas money to get over here to your crib, but that's about it. That's about it. That's about it. That's because we use podcast.com. It's the best place to host your podcast because it gives you optimized search engine capabilities to get your podcast out on the internets. Oh, so delicious. Gotta love it. Now, we are proudly not sponsored, but also probably sponsored by Comixology. But, Kenny, you have another reading recommend or another place that you can get all of our wonderful comic book recommendations and what is that website called for all the people at home yeah it's a uh, read comic online.to um it's you know a foreign site so it's kind of quite a few pop-ups but you get through like one or two of them and then you get to pretty much read the whole comic straight through and then it has a nice ui to switch through issues without too- going through too many screens it's just a couple buttons Nice. Well done. Well, you can get on that site or you can hop over to, you know, comicsology.com if you don't want to mess with the foreign policies of maybe Russia invasions and all that stuff. You know how that can get out of control real fast. couple clicks of the button with your Amazon account and you'll be right on with everybody there, whatever. Um, But before we close the show, Kenny, I'm just going to sit here and interview you for about five minutes because you are a music god. You're a music (laughs) legend. Kenny, you, you, you've been producing music for how long now? It's got to be close to 10 years. Uh, close to 10 years. That's incredible. Yeah. And Kenny, how did you get started in music? Was it just, uh, was it just a, a, a gut feeling thing? Was it a, a, a thing that you studied and wanted to do all your life? Like, what is, How did you get going with the music? Uh, most of my family was kind of into music. Um, my mom was more into singing. I wasn't much of a singer, though. So I picked up trumpet at a young age and learned how to read music. And from there, it's kind of, you can't, it's kind of like riding a bike. You don't really forget how to read music. So you just pick up different instruments and read it for their, read music for those instruments. And it goes on. And then eventually I got to piano and piano ended up going into making beats. Nice. Very nice. And you do have some albums out right now, correct? You have a you have a couple singles on iTunes and then you have Simp Season. Is that correct? Yep. That came out in 2018 it's been almost two years oh, since man. I last dropped an album um, I've been working on things but I don't have anything just yet I might have something coming 2020 though 2020 yeah. baby all right new music well we're very excited and I'm glad that we got to have the podcast with actually one of the founding members <sighs> it was in the first podcast way back when yep. over in 2016 we were at Valley yes, uh, got to do this pod and good sub for Mr. Bilkey I'm sure he approves of you coming in and handling the reins for an episode or whatever. Most definitely. Yeah. Well, good luck to you, sir. And we look forward to hearing some more fresh beats. Uh, if you like our intro, actually, this man made it, and he's still got plenty of beats available. And yeah. If you want to lease them or if you need them for a DJ thing, I don't know if he still does any of that, but, uh, you know, give this man a call. Where can people find you if they want to hook any of that up, Kenny? Uh, you can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at SirKeepThePeace, and that's peace like peace love and happiness yes all right you can find me on twitter and instagram at jalen holston and we will see you next week nerds have a good one